Give him one more hand clap of praise, if you will. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Again, it's great to be in the house of the Lord. Appreciate everyone that is here. We want to welcome those who may be watching by means of the live stream uh, tonight. And uh, we want to welcome you as well. We've been doing the live stream now for um, for some time and um, hadn't mentioned anything uh, about uh, finances or anything like that um, as of yet. But as everybody knows, we recently got set up and people who wants to give an offering in the church with, uh, for the card, we get the card swipe. And also, all of y'all... Folks, we've been having a good turnout of people watching by live stream. I just want you to know that you can go to our uh, our website. Uh, that that is www.christfamilychurchnashville.org, and uh, and you can give as well if you would uh, if you enjoy uh, what is going on and what you hear. Uh, you can um, go on that uh, church website. We've got several things on there. You can check out and see what is going uh, going on. And also, I guess that is set up through PayPal. Is that right? Uh, you can give through PayPal online. So um, I just wanted to make you uh, aware of that. Amen. In case that you were uh, wondering about that, praise the Lord. We are still doing our teaching on spiritual warfare, prepared for battle. Uh, we've been on this now for a pretty good little while, and uh, we are we're winding down. We will not be dealing on this subject for very much longer. We are in the process of going down the home stretch on it right now. And so um, we hope that you have enjoyed. Uh, to me, it's been a um, um, uh, good uh, lesson. We, we have gotten some good uh, uh, comments and feedback about it. Uh, our lesson tonight, uh, we're going to be talking about understanding the spirit realm. Understanding the spirit realm. And by means of a little uh, introduction, uh, I want to begin by saying, I want to ask a question. How do we know that there is a spirit realm? Um, a lot of people uh, do not believe in the spirit realm. Um, there are some people who believe in God, but they don't believe in the devil. I'd like to know who they think causes all the problems that's going on in the world. Um, but uh, there is a, a spiritual realm, and there is a spiritual battle and warfare that we go through. And so the question at hand that we're going to discuss is, how do we know that there is a spirit realm? If we can't see it, should we believe in it? 
You know, I mean, and that's, that's the same thing about God. You can't see him, can you? Amen. But we know he's real. We know he exists. Um, many believers and unbelievers today do not want to deal with a world we cannot see when the world we do see is hard enough to deal with. Some folks say, well, you know, what I do see and I, I can handle and, and touch sometimes is, is, is hard enough to deal with, and why would I want to deal with something else? But before we can discuss the spiritual battle, we have to believe in the spiritual realm. I don't know, maybe I should have covered this more back towards the beginning. I, I, I don't know, but I feel like it, I cannot overlook this when talking about it this evening. We have a tendency to act like a two-year-old child who closes their eyes like so and say, you can't see me. Amen. Uh, I think everybody's probably seen a, a little child do that. Uh, you know, you can't see me. Uh, and they think just because they can't see then you can't see them. Sometimes people act the same way when we're talking about the spiritual realm. Just because we cannot see the spiritual realm does not mean it is not there. Um, Keith Green is a uh, Christian contemporary songwriter. He wrote the words to a song in referring to the, uh, the devil or Satan, I used to have to sneak around. I used to have to sneak around. But now they just open their doors. No one's looking for my tricks because no one believes in me anymore. However, if we choose to ignore or do not believe in the spiritual realm, we will find ourselves confused, frustrated, and quenching the peace that God has promised to each and every one of us. Um, there is an answer to a lot of the issues that we have to deal with. And that answer many times has to do not in the physical realm, but in the spirit realm. The best defense is a strong offense, it has been said. And just educating ourselves about the spirit realm is half the fight. And God gives us everything else we need to be victorious with the other half. Now, I believe that we all, whether or not some will admit it or not, I believe all of us have an innate sense that there is more than what the natural eye can see. I think everybody's got an innate, innate sense of that. I mean, we know that there's something else that's beyond, Brother Douglas, just what we are able to, uh, uh, to see. Uh, uh, if we do not believe in it, then we cannot be aware of what's going on and against us. Whether we choose to believe in the existence of Spirit beings and places does not change the fact of their existence and their 
activities. And I promise you, there is a lot of activity going on in that spirit realm that's just operates just above us uh, in the atmosphere. Now, for scripture reading tonight, we're going to go back to a scripture that we have read in our lesson before, parts of it. But we're going to begin really to talk about this tonight. Ephesians chapter 6, verse 12. For those of you that are watching online, Ephesians chapter 6 and verse 12. Let's see what it says. For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this age, against spiritual hosts of wickedness, in the heavenly places. This is a breakdown. This verse is a breakdown of what we are dealing with in the spiritual realm that affects what you go through day by day in the physical realm. Now, I got an email early this morning that's kind of set me a off track a little bit all day because I've kept it on my mind and I told Sister Darlene, I said, well, it's been a little while, I don't know, maybe a couple couple years since I've been on an extended fast um, uh, between seven and ten days and I said, I think I'm going to get prepared and pray for God to help me to do some of that. Uh, for the uh, coming up trip to Rwanda. I got an email, and up to this point, all the, all the feedback and response I have been getting has been good and been positive. Uh, when people talk to me about it, and I've had uh, different ones kind of speak a word of prophecy or whatever, saying what, what God is going to do and how God is going to use us over there. But things kind of changed this morning and it put me back into reality and I realized something that's very true. And this fits in with what we're talking about tonight. But I, I received an email from uh, a brother, uh, Miller, from the country of Liberia, which is uh, in, uh, in Africa as well. This man's got a great work going on over there. He, he's, he oversees several churches. They got schools, they got medical uh, facilities, and just a, um, a, big, a big work for God all over uh, Liberia. And uh, I had contacted him to let him know uh, that uh, I was stepping down as mission secretary for the ABSC, uh, and uh, there would be somebody else fill my place that he would start correspondence with. 
and uh, I had told him that I would I was planning a trip to Rwanda uh, and going. And uh, early this morning, I got an email from him. And uh, he said, Brother Pruitt, I have two days ago began an earnest praying for you. He said, and he said, because God gave me a vision. And he said, in that vision... He said, I seen a violent storm and the appearance of a, of a huge hairy crab coming on shore to come against you and fight against you and withstand you uh, on your trip uh, to Rwanda. He said, but I am praying for God to give you everything that you need. And I began to I began to think, and I thought about it during the day. And uh, we should not ever be surprised that anything that we try to do to spread truth, that the devil is going to be there to resist you. He's going to try to come against you. He's going to try to impede you. Going to try to hinder you. Hallelujah. Amen. It makes the devil mad. And right now, I don't know if there is an apostolic church in the country of Rwanda or not. And if God can use me to create a footprint there and help establish something, hey, I'm, I'm ready to fight the devil and all the imps with him. Hallelujah. Because I know what the book says. Greater is he that's within you than he that's within the world. Don't ever be afraid of Satan. Hallelujah. Amen. And um, this is what we're talking about now. Notice the scripture. Though we don't wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers against the rulers of the darkness of this age, against spiritual hosts of wickedness in the heavenly places. Now, I think it's very important that everybody understands fully what is being said. There are different classes of angels in the spirit realm both on the side of on God's side and on the fallen angel side. They're, they, they're different ranks and that we have to deal with. I want to read this scripture again in three or four other different translations. And I want you to get and you see what it is there in, uh, in the King James Version. Now, I want to read this again in the NIV. Um, for our struggle, you ever felt like you had to struggle in things with God? You've been in a struggle? For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the powers of this dark world 
and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. You might not believe it exists, but brother, it's there. It's there. Now let's read it again in a translation that I picked up from Brother Flannery. Um, he has he sent me scriptures in this translation. It's called the Passion Translation. Look at this. Your hand-to-hand combat is not with human beings. Human beings is not your problem. It's the spirit that's inside them and controls them. Your hand-to-hand combat is not with human beings, but with the highest principalities and authorities operating in rebellion under the heavenly realms. For they are a powerful class of demon gods and evil spirits that hold this dark world in bondage. Wow. My. That is, that is something. And I'm not, I, won't, I won't read it again in the Phillips translation. For our fight is not against any physical enemy. It is against organizations. Now this breaks it down a little bit more. I told you there are different ranks. When we're dealing with wicked spirits and demonic spirits, it's against organizations. I want you to know the devil's got things organized in his kingdom. Sometimes he's better organized than the church is. Organizations and powers that are spiritual. We are up against the unseen power that controls this dark world and spiritual agents from the very headquarters of evil. Wow. Think about that. I'm going to go with one more and I'm going to stop. This is called the voice. I've never read much in that, but man, I read this verse and it, it, it just floored me. We're not waging war against enemies of the flesh, enemies of flesh and blood alone. No, this fight is against tyrants, against authorities, against excuse me, supernatural powers and demon princes. Get that word, princes, that slither in the darkness of this world and against wicked spiritual armies that lurk about in heavenly places. Has anybody here ever seen somebody demon-possessed in a service? I have, been, I have seen people under, under control of demonic spirits that literally they've been getting a crawl like a snake. Slither like a snake. Amen, across the floor. So I want you to kind of tie all these things together. Satan, he's the, he's the number one. 
But under him, he's got a vast, evil, dark organization. Now, here's, here's an issue. When somebody, when somebody gets controlled, and we, we talked about for two or three weeks about tearing down strongholds, and we, we talked about uh, what causes strongholds to build up. And when somebody is, is, is demon-possessed, That first spirit that comes in is called the host. And they are in higher rank. And they open up the way for other demonic spirits to come in. If you remember the man at Gadara, when Jesus and the disciples got off the ship and they found him living among the tombs, he was naked, and he took sharp stones and cut himself. They tried to bind him. He would break the chains and all, and all those things. Remember, there was a herd of 2,000 swine. And because there were so many demonic spirits in him, it was enough to fill every one of those swine, every one of them. A mistake a lot of people make when they're praying for somebody who's demon-possessed. There might be one go out, and then everybody quit and say, well, you know, they're, they're fine now, but they got more inside. They got more inside. And uh, the devil's got a whole army. Now, what I'm talking about tonight is a spiritual realm. And so I, I want to talk about evidence in the scripture of the spirit realm. I want to give you some evidence that there is evidence in the scripture that refers to what goes on in the spirit realm. And I'm going to give you two examples uh, and uh, we won't be able to cover no more than that on kind of the time. But first of all, we're going to go to 2 Kings chapter 6 and verse 15. I, uh, I quoted this scripture in a message um, not very long ago, I, I believe. But a pr the prophet of God in 2 Kings he had, he had the, uh, the king that upset with him, mad, because he wouldn't come when he bid him to come. The prophet of God had a servant, and he, he got up one morning, and he went out and he saw something. And that's where we're going to pick up at. And when the servant of the man of God, chapter, 2 Kings chapter 6, verse 15, and when the servant of the man of God arose early and went out, there was an army surrounding the city with horses and chariots. And his servant said to him, Alas, my master, what shall we do? Let me ask you a question. Have you ever been in a struggle that at first you said, what in the world am I going to do? I've been there several times. 
Amen. Uh, the prophet's servant get up and he noticed that the whole city was surrounded. And it was just him and the prophet of God. And so he, he goes to the prophet and he asks him, Alas, my master, what shall we do? So he answered, Do not fear, for those who are with us are more than those who are with them. Let me stop and add right now. One reason why you should never worry about the enemy and, and what he, all of his tricks and what he tries to do and say, God's army, his, the angels of God, they outnumber the devils by two to one. You remember, the devil's army comes from some fallen angels that, that, that he grabbed and that fell with him back when he became the devil. And it was one-third, the Bible says, of angels that fell. So if you have one-third fallen, how many was left? Two-thirds. Hallelujah. God's army outnumbers the devil two to one. So the prophet told him, don't fear, for those who are with us are more than those who are with them. And Elisha, now, of course, you know, you know now who the prophet is we're talking about. And Elisha prayed and said, Lord, I pray, open his eyes that he may see. What, what, eyes, what eyes was Elijah asking God to open? Spiritual eyes. So he could see beyond the physical realm into the spiritual realm. Then the Lord opened the eyes of the young man, and he saw. <laughs> and behold, the mountain was full of horses and chariots of fire all around Elisha. My, my, my. Folks, we don't have nothing to worry about. Even though we can't see, there's a spiritual realm around us. And yes, there are enemies and adversaries doing everything they can to take you out. Not only do they want to just make you give up on God, and, but let me tell you something, they will try to kill you if they can. They want to kill you spiritually and they want to kill you uh, physically. Hallelujah. My Lord, but God's already promised no weapon formed against you shall prosper. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Elisha wasn't worried because he knew that God had an army around him. I read a book many, many years ago, the title of it was Angels. And one of the stories in the book, there was a missionary many years ago who went to Africa. And back in those days, there was many tribes that never had seen a white man. 
And I'm telling this story by the best of my recollection. I hope uh, I, I don't uh, mess it up, no, but I'm, I, I don't have this in my notes. But this just come to my mind. This missionary went to a certain tribe of people to try to preach Christ to them and get them to see the gospel. One night, after a good while of being there, and I don't remember how long, they hadn't been able to accomplish anything. They hadn't had one convert. And about dusky dark, they begin to hear war drums beating in the distance. And they looked out right before it got completely dark to where they could see just beyond the property where the, the, the hut house that him and his wife were, were living at. And they could see all around there in the woods just on the other side of the clearing. Uh, warriors with bows in hand, spears in hand, all painted up which indicated they were ready to attack and take that missionary out. They just huddled together and they prayed the whole night to sometime in the wee hours of the morning. The drums quit beating. And when daybreak come, they looked. Nobody was around. They were all gone. It wasn't long they started getting response. Different people started coming as they talked to them about Christ. They began to baptize some people till finally they finally got to the chief of the tribe, Brother Douglas, and he was one to the Lord. And as they was in service and worshiping and thanking the Lord, he asked, he asked the chief, he said, he said, chief, chief, there's one thing I want to know if you would give me an answer. He said, what is it? He said, do you remember many months ago when you and your soldiers was gathered around all the outskirts of the property here, lined up, ready to attack, the drums was beaten? You remember that night? He said, Yes. He says, why didn't y'all attack? Why didn't you come on in and, and do what you had planned doing? And the, the chief answered him. and said, well, there's one question I'd like to ask you. He said, what's that? He said, what happened to that big army of men y'all had dressed in white standing all around your hut they're all, every one of them was about seven, looked to be about seven foot tall or bigger. He said, he said, those warriors dressed in white with swords in their hand over seven foot tall is what kept us from attacking. You can't get me to believe that God is not real. Hallelujah, hallelujah, glory to God, amen. Yes, give him praise. Don't ever forget, God has always got your back. 
when you're trying to do right and live right, God, I don't care what the devil tries, God has always got your back. One more example, then we're going to wind this, uh, tonight's lesson down. We're getting close to quitting time. Another example of the spirit realm. This example is found in the book of Daniel, chapter 10, verses 12 and 13. Daniel had been fasting and seeking the Lord. This is where we come up with the Daniel's fast, 21-day Daniel fast. Daniel chapter 10, verses 12 and 13. Then he said to me, this is an angel of God, that finally, after 21 days, comes and literally appears to Daniel. He said to me, do not fear, Daniel, for from the first day that you set your heart to understand and to humble yourself before your God, your words were heard. And I have come because of your words. But the prince, notice that word prince. Remember back in Ephesians about the different ranks and one of the translations we read talked about, about princes in darkness. But the prince of the kingdom of Persia withstood me 21 days. And behold, Michael, one of the chief princes, came to help me, for I had been left alone there with the kings of Persia. All right. This angel was Gabriel. Gabriel is a messenger angel. He's one of the groups, if you'll notice in the New Testament, when God would send an angel like to Mary uh, and to Elizabeth and all that, it was always Gabriel. There's a group of angels that God uses to send word and send messages. And because that he was a messenger, he just wasn't quite capable on his own to defeat this evil prince of the devil that's almost over the rim, the whole country of the kingdom of Persia. Persia is where they was at at that time. I want you to know that the devil has got princes. He's got rulers over countries that, that control whole nations. Amen. It ain't, we don't wrestle against flesh and blood. It ain't just Putin and Russia. Boy, the devil's got his, he's got, he's got some rulers. Hallelujah. Whatever country. The prince of the kingdom of Persia withstood me 21 days. And behold, Michael, another archangel. He's, he's with the warrior. He's a fighter. Hallelujah. Came to help me. This right here is another example of the spirit realm. And I will close tonight and wind up by saying, we just many times don't understand how much is going on in the atmosphere just right above our head. Because the Bible says the devil is the prince of the power of the air. 
the prince of the power of the air. We come to the house of God and we worship God. We know the angels of God are in here because the Bible says uh, the angels of the Lord inhabits the praise of his people. But guess what? The devil's got his army here trying to stop you, trying to hinder you from getting a touch from God, trying to hinder you from if you need to talk to God or go to the altar or if you need healing. And there, they, there's never a church service, folks. I'm going to tell you this, I promise. There's never a church service where while we're sitting here and you're sitting on your pews, I guarantee you in the spirit realm, battle is going on right now. Battle is going on right now. Hallelujah. So that's where we are at. And um, I appreciate your attendance and attention tonight. And uh, uh, next Wednesday night, we may be winding things out on this uh, lesson so we can move on to something else.